Welcome to the Life Next Level podcast, a short and informative podcast in which we'll discuss topics to help you with personal growth, mindset, motivation, productivity, inspiration, and even a good dose of health and nutrition. Sometimes a few of my awesome friends will join me to discuss a topic. Others, it may just be a couple of us, and yet others, it may just be me and you going through some of my articles and blog posts because, let's face it, friends are only friends until they have a happy hour that's more important than podcast night. No matter the format, each episode is designed for you to take just 10 to 15 minutes out of your day to live your life next level. I know, cheesy, right? Hey everyone, and welcome to the Life Next Level podcast. We got your boy Ethan here. Hey, Ethan, my friend. Say hi to our audience. What's going on, everybody? How's it, how's it, how's it chilling? <laughs> <laughs> It's been a little while, man. Um, yeah. You and I were just talking about this off off of the camera, I guess. But, um, man, I went to uh, – I know you were busy over the 4th. I went to San Diego, visited my niece and her husband for, like, five days, which was really cool. I've never been to San Diego before. I really like that city. Yeah? What was um, your favorite part? Do you have I don't know. You know. It reminded me a lot of Minneapolis. This is, like, a smaller city that's just that's just a really nice city. People were really cool. Um. I will tell you one thing that I didn't know after living in Hawaii, man, that freaking water in California is cold. Yeah, yeah, really, oh, yeah. Moly. Oh, that's funny. That's freaking funny. Ice water, man, in the dead of summer. It's nuts. Wow. Even now, I guess, I, yeah, I have no concept of the ocean. Yeah, it's weird because, I mean, people have told me that before, you know, but um, but being in Hawaii, I guess I, Hawaii, the water is always really nice. Wow. So, yeah, it was, it was I mean... I was wondering why everybody that was going into the ocean had wetsuits on. Yeah. <laughs> and I went to the ocean, I figured it out real quickly. <laughs> That's funny, man. That's so funny. Yeah, you would never expect that, right? Even like the oh. songs about California make it sound like the water is warm. You yeah. Know? Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. Um, That's funny. Yeah, I had no idea what I was getting into. Needless to say, I didn't stay in it that long. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Just put on the beach. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. So I went there and then I ended up taking an impromptu trip to Hawaii for about a week. Oh, really? And um, I already had had a, you know, I went to Minnesota because I was in a wedding. Yeah. So I went there for five days. So it was like San Diego. And then I was supposed to have a week break. And then I was supposed to go to Minneapolis for a week. And I ended up being San Diego, come back for a day, go to Hawaii, come back for a day. (laughs) I was just exhausted. Man, that's Uh, a trip too. I mean, Hawaii isn't a short trip, right? How long of a flight is that? uh, From here, probably six, six and a half hours. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then what really sucks is it's, uh, um, oh, it's almost always an overnight flight on the way back and I don't sleep too well on planes. So yeah, like, so I'm not only exhausted, but then taking overnight flights and yeah. it took me a good. And then it was like when I was in, um, the whole time when I was in San Diego, Hawaii and Minneapolis, it was nonstop, always doing something, never, never like a dull moment, never any downtime. So I came back. Yeah, it's been about a, a little over a week now, and I, I was exhausted for, like, the whole first week. <laughs> yeah, dude, I bet. I mean, especially when you're seeing people that you haven't seen in a while, you know, yeah. and then, like, you got to have all the same. I mean, it's fun. It's always a good good time, but, you're, you know, you're always like, oh, this is what I'm doing. Oh, this is what I'm doing. Yeah, you know, and just, like, whatever. <laughs> so, yeah, that's uh, that sounds like a lot of hustling and bustling, man. It was a lot. It's good to be back. I mean, I didn't, I didn't work out for like a month, and it's good to be back just working out and getting back into somewhat of a normal <laughs> lifestyle for a little while. Yeah. Dude, um, that's funny. But, yeah, I mean, it is, it's funny, too, how sometimes it's nice to take a break 
from working out and just have it kind of whatever because yeah. they always it just feels so good when you get back you know yeah it does you're right um so yeah that's what i've been up to so obviously um we had a little break in all the podcasts so it's feels great to be back and talking again and getting some podcasts out there i'm excited yeah, yeah. Uh, how about you man how was your fourth and stuff it was good yeah uh, me and my wife went out uh to uh um, a little west of the cities and sold some fireworks, uh, which I know, you know, it sounds funny, you know, but, uh, yeah. And I really have no, I mean, I'm not that into fireworks or whatever, but we were just kind of trying to help out a friend who, uh, had done that often, but it was fun. I mean, it was cool. It was cool to, to be out there and, um, yeah, it was my hometown. So, you know, there's some people that I recognize and stuff like that. And, uh, and yeah, you know, slanging the fireworks, chilling but uh but it was good you know and it was cool we got a chance to use our our trailer and it's uh yeah it's fun it's funny how um you know you can get you can feel so comfy in a little space sometimes you know like when you're doing whatever and so yeah it was it was good and we're gonna go to colorado soon and that's always a fun trip that's always a good time and you know drive through the mountains and whatnot so uh yeah going to see a buddy out there too and yeah i love colorado man so i've never been actually Really? Yeah. yeah, I've been thinking about going to Denver because it's like a, it's a, it's a short distance for me, either plane or train. I think I can take a train from somewhere here. It's like an cool. eight-hour train ride. Oh, dope. I was thinking about going and checking it out. Like, pick out a Friday. I'm sure I can just work on the train on the way up there, and then you know, hang out there for the weekend, and then and then head back. But yeah, I'm surprised you haven't been before. I feel like it's your vibe. I feel like it's similar to um, Minneapolis. Denver, at least. You know, I don't know about the rest of Colorado, but yeah, Denver for sure. I feel like has a, has a somewhat similar vibe. I've heard nothing but great things from everyone that's went. I just haven't. I just haven't. Yeah, yeah. Uh, are, you in, are you heading to Denver or? or? Uh, we'll go to uh, we'll go to Boulder for sure, uh, and then I have a buddy who's doing a triathlon in steamboat i think or something like that i think that's what it's called i'm pretty sure i don't know if it's uh this if the city is called that or if it's just the name of the park or something but yeah steamboat something yeah never heard of that yeah uh and so that'll be cool that'll be fun to check out i've never i've never watched i've never live spectated a triathlon before so so that'll be that'll be interesting that'll be cool to see but uh, (laughs) i never have either that would be interesting yeah 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 my buddy is yeah, excited, and uh, you know he was. I feel like I always hear everybody say like, "Yeah, the running, you know, and the biking, but the swimming." Ooh, you know, I feel like everybody who does a triathlon, like you know, leisurely is never good at. I mean, I don't know <laughs> how many people you know competitively swim, but uh, but yeah, so it'll be it'll be fun. It'll be fun to watch them. So yeah, isn't that? Don't you think like as, as far as a triathlon goes, like everybody is good at one of the things in the triathlon is really good at and the other two they're just kind of okay but there's like yeah. one thing that they always excel at one one leg of the triathlon or whatever you would call it exactly exactly yeah, yeah. no I, I feel that same way i feel like i hear that all the time yeah and i wonder if it's you know a, a different way if you don't want to go crazy for you know there's that you know this is something he was talking about too which is funny because he's in colorado and so he was talking about you know the difference in perception and so like he does he would he always does trail running and whatever and you know, the point is just that he would talk to somebody who is like, yeah, I'm going for, you know, I'm just going to do 50 miles, I think, uh, you know, today for my run or I don't know, today or whatever. And it's kind of like, 
did you say just? You know, or, you know, what do you mean just? And it's just like some of the distances that people do and are used to in that elevation too is just like, oh like, yeah, you know, I, I think about that. Yeah, you know, it's like I wow. feel, like, yeah, you got ten miles out here. And that's already, I'm just like, wow, oof, you know, but, uh, but yeah, so some of these super distance runners are just crazy, but. Oh, I've just never been that into running <laughs> yeah. Not for me, man. Yeah. I'll, do, I'll do quick workouts, like, like back to back to back and get my heart going. And, and I'll do, I mean, I'll play tennis. I'll do anything like that, but running just yeah. not for me. <laughs> no, no, man. Yeah. I did cross country in high school and college, uh, for, for a little bit. And, uh, but I honestly just did it to hang out with my friends. I did not like, I did not like the distance running part. I did track and I was down for the 800. That's about as far as I wanted to go. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I hear that. What are you going to do? Yeah. Well, all right, let's get into it today. We're going to talk about, uh, what would you do if you weren't afraid? And, uh, I think, We'll have you start, but I just want to preface it a little bit in in the coaching realm. Um, I ask this to people because I think that it's a, it's a way to understand what people really want. I mean, really, at the end of the day, the reason that we're not all doing exactly what we want is all fear-based. It's all scared of failure, fear of not having a nine-to-five, not having a consistent income, whatever, what people may think, that's a huge one. And I think that if you can just take fear away for a little bit, if you weren't afraid, what would you do? And I would ask anybody who's listening to this to think about that, like to take that and unpack it and like sit down for half an hour and maybe just write stuff down. Like, what would you do if you weren't afraid? And then that is something that you should probably do. I'm not saying quit your job tomorrow and make a huge transition um, when you're not prepared. You always want to be prepared. But fear is what stops us from doing all of this potentially amazing stuff. I mean, if you look at almost anybody who's very successful out there, they, they, they have had to go through that. They had the fear that we all have. They had to blow through it though at some point and, and do what they wanted anyway. And that's, I think why I really like this question. Yeah. Um, so, and I will also say that obviously you and I are, are way into personal growth and all of this stuff. So we probably, are further along than most when it comes to this, because I think we're already doing things that are scary. Um, as you and I talk about like every week, but there's still like, you know, um, you know, maybe it's what you're doing right now and that's fine, but you know, just kind of explain what you would do if you're not, if you weren't scared or if, it, if it's what you're doing right now, like how you got there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. You know, I think, um, yeah, I was trying to, you know, think about it. And I think that, um, I think, first of all, I think it's a really cool question to ask. Like you said, I think you said it like on a regular basis, you know, like, uh, uh, I think that a lot of times the answer is probably, you know, there's like the specifics and, and whatnot, but I bet a lot of times the answer is, you know, similar. Uh, and so getting used to asking that question often, I think is a way to just get used to asking that question, first of all, but then also to, um, you know, answering it well and stuff. And so, and then another thing that I was thinking about is just that, um, I think it's cool because even sometimes it can be hard, it can be super hard to like, and it, I think that's also like sort of fear-based, but I think it can be really hard to, to know, you know, like when you say, what would I do if I wasn't afraid, you know, it's kind of like, you know, 
fight spiders or what, you know, like, I, <laughs> right. You know, like, and, First uh, off, no, <laughs> yeah, just get that off the table. You never want to mess with a spider, man. Never, ever want to fight a spider. Uh, yeah, they have so many limbs. Um, and so, uh, and so, yeah, but you know, I think that, that, so when I ask myself that question, I think that, I think the first obvious answer for myself is that I would do, um, things sooner. I think there's a lot of stuff that I let percolate for um, oftentimes a lot longer than they need to percolate um, just because, uh, yeah, because I am, you know, tasking my brain with finding the perfect solution so that I won't have to deal with that potential fear, you know? And so then I'm like, you know, stringing things along and it gets to a point where it's like, you know, yeah, you're never going to get there, <laughs> you know, because I just keep finding little things to be like, oh, well, what about this? And so yeah, you, you what if yourself to death? And then it's not that you don't want to do it, but you just never get around to it. You just right. there's always another reason for you to not do something. There's always a million reasons to not do something. And exactly. you just keep talking yourself out of it. Or you say, I have to know more. I have to learn more. I have to read this book first. I have to do this first. Right. And then there's always you're never going to know everything either. So sometimes yeah. you just got to jump in. And that's such a, like, I don't know if this is the right way to term it, but, like, I feel like a a benevolent limitation, a well-intentioned limitation to put on yourself, but nonetheless, like, still, you know, a a roadblock. Because that is definitely one that I do all the time. I'm just like, I'm just like, I have to know more. I have no, you know, I I, want to be successful at this. And so there's your indicator, you know, first of all, of like, what are you afraid of? And, you know, it's that like, yeah, fear that you won't be successful or whatever in terms of one of them. And so you want to be successful at it. And so, you know, and a lot of times that desire to to say like, oh, I need to know more before I can even start. um, I think a lot of times comes from comparison of other people and you're like well me compared to this other individual whether i know them you know personally or somebody that i'm just seeing online or whatever you know it's like it looks like they know so much more than me and 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 they're they're obviously experiencing success but i think that's probably because of everything they know and so to get any kind of a semblance of the success that they're having i have to be at their exact same level of knowing but that's something I'm assuming and perceiving. And so whether the, you know, regardless of what the person actually knows or whatever, um, you know, we forget that there's like inherent characteristics of ourselves that will, you know, in sneaky ways, help us to hop over some obstacles that other people have maybe encountered. And so that's why for sure dive in and try and learn about it. But, uh, you know, it's almost a canned response, but like the best way to learn is to do. And so, you know, yeah. So, yeah. So, Getting back to a couple of things that you said, number first off, uh, stop comparing. Like that's uh, we we just have to stop comparing to to other people. That's just such a huge negative thing that we all do. Right. And um, the person that you're comparing to, they were where you're at one day, or where you are. They were there one day. Right. They didn't know what the hell they were doing. They just jumped in, and that's how they know what they know. You know, I'm take take for example this podcast. If if we had let that fear-based thinking of we don't know what the hell we're doing we have to know more we wouldn't be doing this right now (laughs) it would be six months i mean it already to your point it already took me six months to do because of that i kept putting it off based on like i don't know what the hell i'm doing right but i would still be sitting here spinning if if we didn't just jump in right and figure it out you figure it out as you go exactly um and then to your other point about asking yourself 
that question all the time. I mean, honestly, I would I would say write that in your phone, put it, you know, what would you do if you weren't afraid? Because you can use that in every avenue of life. If you're if you're at um, a social happy hour and you see a girl at the end of the bar that you want to ask out, um, obviously you don't because you're married. But, you know, if somebody sees someone that they want to ask out, what would you do if you weren't afraid? Right. Because that's the only reason that you're not going to ask her out. And then at the end of the day, like, what's the worst that happens in, in those situations, right? Like, so, you know, what would you do if you weren't afraid? And then if you tell yourself that's what you, like, you would go ask them out right now, go freaking do it. <laughs> exactly. Well, I think uh, two things that I think are really interesting and one that just popped in uh, based off of what you were talking about. But, you know, I, I know the power of visualization and of thinking of things. Um, and I know how powerful I got a I got a V8 Hemi in this brain when it comes to thinking about uh, like visualizing scary stuff. You know, <laughs> I just you know, no limitation of horsepower there. But when oh, it comes yeah. to uh, um, you know applying that kind of you know imaginary um, specificity to stuff that I am excited about or whatever, it, it's a lot harder. And I think that. It's kind of a fun or interesting way to jumpstart yourself into a visualization because usually what stops me is that when I'm trying to visualize, I, I get to uh, I get the all the images I'm distracted by, yeah, the stuff that I'm afraid of. And so if you throw that caveat out to your brain and you actually do it, you know, and you t- treat it like a game, it's like, okay, I know, I know if we focus on being afraid, why we don't want to do this. If you weren't afraid, then what would you, you know, whatever. And then it's kind of like, oh, okay, well, you know, yeah, I would probably do this. And then the answer you know, becomes like magically kind of clearer, I think, in that, you know, scenario. And so I think that's really fun. And that kind of ties to what else I was thinking, which is even asking oneself that question of what would we do if we were afraid can be challenging to come to an answer to, but but you can track it back a little bit even by saying, well, what do I do when I'm afraid? And a lot of times I think that that comes down to thinking a ton, like we talked about, and, you know, always trying to analyze or and whatnot. And so usually what happens is that I can't pick or decide what to settle on because nothing seems worthy enough um, in comparison to that fear that I'm perceiving. And so a lot of times when we're afraid, we, uh, we struggle to you know, we aren't seeing clearly. We have those fear goggles on as opposed to the rose colored glasses. And so I think the main thing is just that there's sometimes where, you know, even when you're afraid, you can just be like, oh, okay, well, I know when I'm afraid, I usually, you know, toss back and forth these ideas a lot. So I'm just going to stop and give myself the, you know, that little assistance. And I think that's a cool thing too. Well, that's, that's just uh, an awesome thing to be self-aware about is like, yes, this is what I do when I'm afraid. I procrastinate. I, never start anything because I'm always looking for other information to have, or I don't think I'm ready. And uh, so I think that's just a very good self-aware thing to, to know and understand about yourself is that, is that, is that every, everything that every, almost every excuse that you have is fear-based when you, when you're thinking about doing something big outside of your comfort zone, right? Right. Always fear-based for one reason or another. Again, like, what do other people think? What are they going to think? What if I fail? What if I don't have the money to do this? What what if the list, it's endless, but it's, I think it's good to be self-aware. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. So, so can I ask you then, what would you do personally if you weren't afraid? Like right now, if you look at your life, what would you do? Maybe you're doing it, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I think that, uh, that 
Yeah, I'm trying to, you know, like one example is just low key with the trailer that we have, you know, like I, I like to feel like I'm a handy person, whatever, but, uh, how true that is or not, you know, I don't know. And so, uh, there's some, you know, long story short, you, you don't want to cut into a trailer if you don't have to, so that you don't have to deal with potential water damage issues. And in pursuit of addressing a potential water damage issue, we had to cut into the trailer. Oh, and uh, then we did all weekend. Yeah. That's what we've been, oh. yeah, we've been messing with and it's, it's all good. You know, it's okay. we and we found out that, uh, we don't have, damage like we thought and so that's cool you know but then it's kind of like okay i wish i would have known that before we cut it open you know and uh, <laughs> yeah. but, but whatever and so so that but that was something that we probably wanted to do a year ago and just didn't feel very capable we what we were afraid that we wouldn't be able to handle um the scenario what whatever we found or whatever we didn't find and so kind of just let it sit and it was okay that's that's all right too you know whatever but but we did do it and so that is one of those scenarios um yeah where after a bit you know one of one of caroline's friends uh is where we have the trailer at that we're working on right now and something that he said just you know uh, it was helpful uh and it's something that we talked to ourselves a lot about before too but he just said uh you know sometimes you just gotta dig in you know and something about saying dig in was just kind of like yeah all right i got it i got you i feel you you know you're right you just you gotta see see what's inside and sometimes you find a treasure you know so yeah yeah i feel like um i feel like one thing that you guys are doing or gearing towards doing is you want to travel the u.s a little bit with this trailer and be able to have personal training clients while you're traveling right and so you're already making steps in that in that direction um because i think that's what your ultimate plan is with the trailer right if i remember our conversation correctly yeah Yeah. i mean that's a huge thing that's a scary thing to do you know um and i bet you you guys have still you you talk about it but you're still procrastinating about it yeah yeah (laughs) in ways um, so I have, I've written down here, what would I do if I wasn't afraid? A lot of it I am doing right now, but I will tell you just getting back to the fear-based stuff. Like I should be further ahead than I am right now. Um, some things you just put off and you find other things to do. It's like when you're working throughout the day and then, you know, you like, I'm trying to create a class right now. I'm writing an ebook and then creating a class out of this for personal growth. And then to start like, um, I should find the tagline. So it start like a business that um, people love, right? Oh, yeah. Um, so the tagline will be something like, you know, uh, make a living doing doing the work or creating a business that you love type of thing. Yeah. Um, and that's one thing I'm doing. I'm also doing a marketing course. But the marketing course is almost done. That's going to probably launch next week. But the one I really am, am, am pumped up about is the personal growth one because this is kind of leading into from personal growth growth to creating a business that people love that you're passionate about that you you know because you work more than half your life right um and so i'm really passionate about that but like i should be a lot further along than i am right now (laughs) you know it's just things keep pushing it off i pick other things to do and i shouldn't and i know i'm doing it but i do it anyway yeah Um, so i know i'm doing it though and so what would I do if I wasn't afraid? Well, that would be done by now. Um, and But I would do, I would start businesses and I would help people. And that's really ultimately what I'm starting to do. But um, it's still, it, you know, it, it, the fear-based stuff doesn't go away just because you know about it. You just have to 
you just have to know about it and take that knowledge into consideration when you're doing what you're doing. So it's interesting because I see it happening and I see it happening in other people and I can coach it out of them or coach them with it. Yeah. But I see it happening to myself and it doesn't stop it from happening. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. Cause it's always so specific to, there's always that, well, but this is just that one thing that, uh, that whatever, just that one thing. And, it's just hard to bust out of a narrative that you're spinning to yourself. And, and that fear is such a good, you know, uh, holding your, holding your gaze to the movie saying, just keep watching, you know, you got to keep looking at this, this way. And, and, and yeah, so it's beautiful to have those, those questions that can help you to say, Oh, okay. There are there are other narratives that do exist. This isn't the only thing that's true, and and I have utility over deciding what I put my energy towards. You know. Yep. And really, I think if you when, once you start to realize all the fear based stuff that comes up, it can be a good thing because that means you're getting out of your comfort zone, and you're not just you're not just you know you're getting into a growth zone. You're growing because right. you will always feel fear when you're stepping outside your comfort zone. So that's a good thing. Ultimately, it's just important that we recognize it and say, okay. So again, the question to always ask yourself is what would you do if you weren't afraid in any situation, in any situation, honestly. Right. Um, right. So, so carry that around with you. Um, uh, anything else on that, Ethan? I, uh, yeah, I don't, I, you know, one thing I think I like to think about the idea of, uh, fear chiming in kind of like an alarm, you know, in terms of that you, it's helpful when it goes off and it makes you aware of the thing. If, if it keeps going off and off and off and off is when it starts to not serve its purpose at all. And so that just to speak to what you were talking about, about, you know, fear is a tool that we, that we can use to assess things and pay attention to stuff. And it's just about remembering to use it in the balance. So yeah, that's my final piece. Yeah, I guess my final thought on that is going back to something that you had said was positive visualization and you know how good that is and how like positive visualization, you have to like try to do it. You have to set aside time and you have to force yourself to positively visualize five years in the future, whatever it is, whatever you're doing now to visualize a positive outcome. You have to like force yourself to, you don't have to force yourself to to think negatively or to, because like it just comes at you all the time, all day long. These, yeah. these negative thoughts come at you and they, and they um, suck, frankly, yeah. um, you know, so you have to like almost force yourself to positively visualize. And then when that, the negative stuff does come at you at all times throughout the day, you have to be able to let that go and just yeah. keep moving forward. Right. Right. Good stuff. Um, yeah, man. Well, I don't have anything else on this one. I think, I think we talked it, um, that what would you do if you weren't afraid to death a little bit? But I think it's an ultimately very important thing for people to ask themselves. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, we definitely, we nailed it. <clears throat> All right. Well, this is Jay and Ethan signing off from another episode of the Life Next Level podcast, and we'll catch you all next time. See ya. Thank you again for listening to the Life Next Level podcast, where my hope is simply to give you a little inspiration for the day by reading some of my articles or by having a conversation around topics like motivation, personal growth, happiness, or mindset, 
all to help you live your life next level. Thank you again, and I hope you have a great day.